Hi, this is Mansour Ibrahim Zade, Coach Mansour Ibrahim Zade. Uh, please look at the goal بزن. دایی یه فرصت خوب. حالا پشت مدافع. خدا عزیزی توی دروازه گل. گل برای ایران. خدا داد عزیزی. Welcome everyone, wherever you are across the world, across the uh, Iranian diaspora, uh, wherever you follow Team Milli, this is Gold Bazan Podcast. We are previewing today the 2023 asterisk uh, Asian Cup. Uh, Iran enters uh, looking for its first title since 1976. You have to ask your dads and your grandparents about all those stories. We're here previewing the 2023 edition and just how optimistic Iranian fans should be. My, I am Samson Tamajani. I'm your host today. I'm here with Arya Alaverdi and Daniel Kayal. All right, Arya, what's up? Yes, very well, Samson. Uh, happy New Year to everybody. Hope you had a good New Year. Um, yeah, um, Asian Cup 2023 or 2024, as it really should be called, um, coming up uh, next few in the next uh, week or so. Uh, looking forward to it. Daniel, good to have you on, man. Happy New Year, guys. Very happy to be back, too, for uh, 2024. Right then. And we have a lot to get to before we get into Iran's first match against Palestine. Obviously, so much of the last few months going on, both for Iran and, and Iran's opponents heading into the Asian Cup and more of the international uh, media community pretty much accepting that Iran is not the favorites in this tournament, despite previously being Asia's number one team for so many years. Uh, we'll get into all that. First, though, I want to review quickly the Burkina Faso friendly. Despite what a lot of chatter online might have said about Iran's previously bad friendlies, this was actually a pretty good friendly. Burkina Faso uh, getting a warm-up as well for their, uh, for their participation in the African Cup of Nations. Uh, they're ranked number 57th in the world. Uh, it was pretty much Burkina Faso's, if I remember correctly, but pretty much their A-minus team. Uh, not their best, but it's still a pretty good team. They uh, surprised Iran early in the first half. That quick goal, Iran had to get an a, uh, equalizer from uh, Mehdi Taremi after previously missing a sitter. He made up for it uh, in kind of a scramble for the ball after a corner kick. And almost identical situation in the second half, we saw... Omid Ibrahimi getting his first ever Team Elite goal at the ripe age of what was it, his upper 30s. Lucky to even get called up. But hey, he contributed nonetheless. And Iran got the 2-1 to win over in front of uh, maybe 10,000 people in, at the Quiche Olympic Stadium. They've recently been working on that. And, and it's a, pretty much a new facility. And that's where Iran has been having their... Camp as well. I actually kind of like this idea of spreading these camps to other cities. I mean, especially Persian Gulf. Uh, it's right across the uh, sea from from the Persian Gulf uh, from Qatar, which is where Asian Cup is going to be held. So 
maybe a, is probably a smart move. And you, you get to spread and embrace the nationwide support, I guess, of Team Elite. And, and you get to bring out more enthusiastic fans. In my opinion, it's a lot better than, you know, just, you know, three or 4,000 people in an empty uh, Azadi stadium uh, for an occasional meaningless friendly. So I thought that was neat. What, what did we think of this friendly that we saw? We saw a huge rotation of line. It, it was pretty much two Iran teams that, that took the field in the first half and the second half. What did we think, guys? Uh, a good friendly match. Uh, I think Burkina Faso are, I think, 50, 54th in the, in the world ranking. Um, you know, they've they've done some, uh, had some good good success. Not success, but they've had some good moments in the in African Cup of Nations as well. And I think they will be, uh, you know, they will be looking to challenge for this um this uh, year's African Cup of Nations as well. Uh, I think for uh, Iran, it, it was a tough game. They were they were one nil uh, down, and they came back and won the game two one. So it's good to see Iran uh starting to to win games after after being down uh a goal. Um, and that aside said, from think, a, aside from a Lebanon game. <laughs> yeah, except from the Lebanon game, which I never liked that result to be honest with you. But the, the, the it was good in that sense. Uh, but I think there were still 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 some real issues that need to be addressed. Um, I think we have problems defensively. Um, you know, the goal we let in was a, a cluster of uh, individual errors. Um, and I I just don't know if 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 they're getting addressed. You know, we saw it in the Uzbekistan game uh, in the friendly we played against them. Recently, uh, some you know dire defensive problems, and I think those are are things I'm going to be looking for in the Asian Cup. Um, I don't think that the uh, coaching staff is doing their utmost to address them. Uh, and then, um, yeah, still not at full. Obviously, Osman Osman wasn't there. Uh, he'll be back uh, next week, but there's still some problems I think for this national team. Daniel, what what did you see? Well, uh, as Ariel said, in in general, I think it was um, a a good friendly. Uh, we we have good, uh, I mean, positive points to 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 look at uh, on the last games, including I mean, including other games and friendlies. Iran is always scoring um, in twenty twenty three, and in the last six games, we're scoring between two to four goals. So it is. A quite different team than the one we had in uh, 2018 uh, that uh, was a very good defensively but uh, uh, not scoring a lot and now we, we we can score easily I mean against Burkina Faso we scored two even with our uh, I don't like the word but even with our B team we scored uh, during the the second half uh, but I agree with Arya I think defensively we're much weaker than before um we're much more exposed and we need to, I think, to fix uh, those issues um, against a bigger team during the Asian Cup. And Arya, we'll get into this uh, about Iran's midfielders in the Asian Cup. But, you know, you know how you remedy not having as strong of a defensive structure by having a great base support with your midfield by not letting that ball uh, get through the, to the lines by not having all these gaps. But as we're going to discuss, Iran doesn't exactly have a reinforcement of a strong midfield, do we? 
No. Um, you know, the, the squad that was called up um by Karen Louis, it, it it kind of it it baffles me as how the the coaching staff uh, a coaching staff who has you know fairly good experience you know uh, Hamid Motahari who used to be uh, um coach at Estegla uh, Paris Police sorry uh, as assistant coach at Paris Police uh, you've got Rahman Reza he obviously used to play in, in Syria uh, you've got um uh Temurion who's there as well um. And you've got uh, Antonio Manicone, who used to be um, a, co- a coach for for Lazio and, and Switzerland, uh, and, and I think it was Bordeaux. So you know we've got an experienced coaching staff. Of course, Carano is one of the most experienced coaches in Iran, uh, but they're making decisions as if um, they've never been involved in football for more than two years. You know what I mean? Because decisions like that damage and a, a team you know you, you can't call up players um like Jose Nejor and then drop him uh when Sardar Osman's place is confirmed it doesn't make any sense um you, you need to keep <laughs> numerically you need to keep a number of players in the squad and he hasn't done that he's brought in five strikers um for no reason it was I mean like against Burkina Faso he played he played Osman uh, and uh, Shair Mughal, uh, sorry, he played Tarimi and Shair Mughal up front. Second half, uh, he played uh, Asadi uh, up front uh, with, uh, who did he play in the second half uh, with, with, alongside Asadi, if you remember? Uh, oh, Oedi was playing, playing like a 10. Was he playing, as a, I think he was playing as a left winger, no? Uh, let's have a look. We had and Ansari Fard. He played Ansari Fard and Asadi in the second half. Uh, so if Osman was there, one of them wasn't going to play. So what's the point of calling up five strikers? Do you know what I mean? Like numerically, that just makes no sense. You've you've played, you've already played four strikers against Burkina Faso, with Osman coming back next week. If Osman was there against Burkina Faso, you're you're going to basically have one striker on the bench that makes it five strikers that just defeats the purpose of having having that many players it it doesn't it's just so it's so so stupid you know what i mean like uh, it's crazy how a coach of his experience can go to that extent of dropping a guy like Hossein Najad when we need a player like Hossein Najad in this national team um and I think we saw I, I think we saw some of that in the second half though it was it was uh, it was not, and Burkina Faso's def, de- defense was was not really impressive to me. Uh, yeah. And we they found some gaps, but the finishing I was very disappointing with the disappointed with the finishing. Gaia D had a chance to really redeem himself from having uh, such big promise that we saw uh, about three years ago in those first friendlies uh, after the pandemic, after the stoppage from the pandemic. I thought he had enormous promise, and he goes and says no to Europe. I'm going to take my paycheck in the Persian Gulf, and he's just devolved ever since. I, I don't think he's picked up that much muscle. He hasn't gotten quicker, and he had a golden chance to, you know, at least uh, salvage uh, some positivity for himself, and he missed a sitter. And I, I didn't see much more uh, in, impressive abilities from the other guys either. And, Arya, I think I think your point was proven in that second half because there yeah. wasn't that much to say. No, I mean, Qaedi's been in decent form, you know, for... for uh... 
for Eliti Had Kalba in the UAE uh, Pro League. He's done actually quite well. But that that's the thing. It's the level he's playing at. You know, people are saying Ahmad Nurullah should be in the squad. I agree. Ahmad Nurullah should be in the squad. But also to remember what level they're playing at. You can't think that just because Gaidi has scored six goals in 12 games this season, all of a sudden he's going to become the next national team superstar. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the problem. We don't, I think we, as, as a, as a community, we have to understand what level players are playing at. Someone Godus didn't play for a year and a half, and now he's playing one of his best uh, spell of football. Why? Because he was already playing for a Premier League club. May have been on the bench for for a year and a half, but he was still able to pr- produce performances because he's playing at a high level. Gaidi, if he was if he was on the bench for a year and a half, for for uh, for Al Etihad Kalba. If he comes back after a year and a half and he gets game time, I guarantee you he won't be playing at a high level. So it just depends on the the player's quality, what environment they're playing in. Um, it's 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 night and day, you know. I completely agree with Arya. I think uh, uh, we were all a bit um, confused about the the Timely squad list with uh, all the all the strikers and the the. Yeah, the high number of strikers and some of the youngsters not called like uh, Hossein Ejad or um, Hasbavi or other players. Uh, on one hand, as Arya said, I think we have to talk about uh, the level of our players. I mean, few, really few of them are really playing at high level. And uh, I think they're all in the list and will start uh, most of the game. So on, on this side, I'm not too worried about that. I think our best 11 is right there. It's just on the youngster, on the prospect. Uh, I think that some of the players that have been called up um, won't be very useful uh, during uh, the Asian, Asian Cup and won't be useful um, in next games after the Asian Cup and next World Cup if you qualify and etc. Uh, but the youngsters, they're here to to progress, to, to, to prove their talent. And yeah, if we don't have... I mean, if you don't include them at the beginning, then it could be uh, harder later. Well, let's get into that then. Let's get into uh, Aria, unless you had one one last thing to to add in. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's get into that then. The the actual squad list um, that was announced uh, for this camp and heading into uh, the Asian Cup for goalies. We have, of course, uh, Baron Van who um, n- nicked up an injury for himself. We're going to talk about that later on. Uh, Payam Niazman and uh, Hossein Hosseini. Uh, no, uh, uh, no Abed Zadeh uh, again. There's uh, something to be said about him kind of uh, not getting his call ups anymore. Um, in terms of uh, defenders, we have uh, Haj Safi, of course, Milad Mohammadi for the, uh, for the left back, also, Shoja Kalyazadeh. Uh, Majid Hosseini, who's been playing well in Turkey, I'm sure Arya can't wait to talk about him. Um, uh, Saman Fala, that's a n- newer name. We'll talk about him. Uh, Hossein Kenani, Sadi uh, Moharami, and uh, Rami Rezaian. Uh, a new face, uh, a newer face, also Arya Yusefi. Uh, Ruzbet Sheshmi, the Welsh, the Welsh dragon slayer himself. Uh, Omid Ibrahimi back from the dead, uh, back uh, into the squad for the Asian Cup. It's kind of his last hurrah, I, I guess. 
Saeed Ezotolahi, Saman Hulus, of course, playing well for Brentford, uh, getting more minutes there. Mohamed Mohedi, Mehdi Toradi, Gayadi, who we were just talking about. Hossein Ajad, who was who was announced and then cut because uh, Azmoun is indeed going to be joining for the Asian Cup. We know that for sure. Um, uh, and then, of course, Tarimi, Reza Asadi, Jahan Baksh, Golizadeh, uh, Azmoun, as we just mentioned, uh, Ansari Fard, and Moran Lu. Uh, numerous additions and snubs, uh, perhaps. Uh, let's uh, see which, which, which ones we want to talk about first. Uh, uh, we have, of course, the uh, Osmoon situation. He announced that, that it was announced that he is going to play for Roma's game, I think, against Lazio on Tuesday, and he will get into the Iran's camp the next day. Might feature against Palestine. Um, we have uh, Yusuf with probably three right backs, and then snubs, including. Uh, one of the uh, defender, Arasi, uh, a snub of uh, Syed Manesh, who's been getting more minutes for whole city. Uh, Ali Karimi in the midfield. Hasbavi, also a defender and midfielder. Nur Allahi. Guys, uh, kind of open-ended. Who do we want to talk about first? There's a lot of decent names who could have been called up, but we're not. What, what do what do Tim Ely fans need to know about some of the names that should have been called up? Uh, look, look, let's start with defense. You know, looking at the defense at this moment in time, he has called up a a, a, a portion of our players, our players who we have we've seen before. Uh, I think Muharami and Rizayan, I think, are the two best right backs. Uh, but then he's also called up Arya Yusefi. Now, Arya Yusefi has done very well for Sepan this season. He's been very, very good. He's been a bright, a uh, bright spot for. For that, for Sepahan, uh, especially in the the Champions League, um, but doesn't he? Doesn't should he be called up? I don't think he should. Like it, it, it's not about him being a bad player. It's not that he's a good player, but you don't need him. Like it's just no necessity to have him in the squad. It it doesn't make any sense. Again, numerically, you've already got four fullbacks: Hai Safi, Minad Mohammadi, being the two other left backs. You say if you can play right back and left back, you don't need him. It's a bit ridiculous. And even if you didn't, let, let's say all four of them got injured, which would never happen. You know, you've got players that can play at fullback. Uh, Salman Goodness is playing at fullback right now for for Brentford. Um, you know, you've had uh, you've had uh, spells that you've seen uh, Canoni play and play at fullback. Charizo uh, has played at fullback at club level. You know, we have other players who can fill in there. We don't need Yusefi. Again, very good player, talented, but when you've already got players covering a role, you don't need them. Having said that, I don't think Mirad Mohamadi should have been called up. I don't know if you agree, Daniel, but I don't think he should be in the squad. Um, I can... fully agree with you, Arion Mirad Mohamadi. I think, uh, on one hand, as you said, it's a name that uh, we've seen a lot with Tim Ali. He has a, a lot of ca- caps and yeah, he played a lot for Tim Ali, but he's not playing as it, at his best and he don't deserve a call. Like, for example, Arya Yusef is doing a great season uh, with his club, scoring, assisting and, and playing well. Uh, even in the Champions League, uh, he, he did well with Sepan. 
but Milad Mohammadi, he's barely playing. Uh, he's the the backup for Ehsan Mustafa in, in in their club. So yeah, I don't think he de he deserved the call. We saw how uh, Jaloli was playing during last World Cup and um, even right now with his club. So maybe a, a guy like Jaloli deserved more to be called up. Uh, but I want to come back on the on the the list. Uh, of course, having five fullbacks it could be a could be a lot because you you usually need only four two two for the right two for the left. But right now we're not on a twenty three list. We're on a twenty six man list. And uh, having said that, you have three additional players that you have to 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 select somewhere. And I think selecting Ayusefi. For the defenders is actually not a bad choice since he's having a good season but yeah as you said uh, will he have his chance and uh, maybe the other question is uh, uh six lists if we will select players that we want to even use that's a good point with you, you you're calling up 26 players why would you call up a fullback because you don't need them it's like again i just mentioned you've got other players in that list who can play at fullback? Khalid Zadeh, for example, again, he's played there a bunch of times in his career. They need to call him up, but he's made that decision. But I think I think the most important place that we need to come up to in, in the defense is really the, the center of, of our defense because that's the problem that we have. You could have actually called a, a fifth center back up. You know, you could have called up another center back rather than another fullback because right now he's got. He's got an issue. He's got Majid Hosseini, who's doing well for Turkey for for um his club in Turkey, Kayseri Spor. But then he's got players like Harry Zadeh and and Kanoni who are not in particularly good form. Kanoni uh, is getting uh, benched for Paris Police on a regular basis right now. Um, Zadeh isn't really even the best defender at his club. <laughs> you know, that's RF Avasi. RF Avasi is out outperforming. Uh, Shoja at, at club level so he wasn't really he should have probably been called up over Khalid in that in that sense but I think the biggest shock here is is the the drop of um of Amin Hasbavi I think it's ridiculous um he's you know he's playing regular now in in, in the in the QSL he's doing he's doing good for the, for the, for Al Sad who are a very good club in Qatar and in Asia uh, with the Champions League he's playing there as well. I just don't see how he wasn't called up. And, and just for background of Hasbabi, he, he was on the U23 squad, correct? Was, was he captain of the U23 squad? Yeah, look, Hasbabi, he, he was captain, I think, of the U, U20 squad, right? He was captain of there, uh, and he, he was capped at U23 level as well. He scored at U23 level. That sounds like some good young leadership to bring on for the yeah. for an Asian Cup. That sounds just, like all the right ingredients to, to he, bring someone on. He's playing for Al Sad. You know, Al Sad are a very decent team in Asia. When you compare it to other Asian teams, they're one of the top sides in Asia. How have you not called them up? How? I I'm actually I don't I don't have any words for it. Uh, um, I Fully agree with you, Arya. I think he's a bright talent. Uh, he's playing in the AFC Champions League at 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 a young age. Uh, he's playing for a top Catholic club, and yes, he's having everything to be called up. Mm. Uh, of course, he doesn't have the experience uh, someone like a, a Canoni or Khalilzadeh would have, but 
we've not been um, uh, secured uh, by actual central defender. So giving a shot to uh, to someone like Hasbovi would would make sense. And um, yeah, I, I mean, think uh, a lot of people would have expect that. I look, you look at a guy like Purali Ganju who was a big uh, bright light for us at the, uh, the the Asian Cup back in twenty. I want to say 2013, maybe 2015, 2015 Asian Cup. Um, yeah, it yeah, 2015 Asian Cup. He was a bright light for us at centre-back. He was probably around the same age as Hasbobby at the time. Um, you know, Kairos gave him a shot and he performed. But if we're going to bring in players like Kairi Zadeh, 34 years old, when he's not even the best player at his club or the best defender at his club, it's just a bit ridiculous. It's a bad message to the young boy. Now, granted, he's called up someone in Fadlaw who is a decent player. He's done well as well at, at youth national team level. Someone Fadlaw is not a bad call up, but for him to be called up and Haswell not to be called up is not the right decision, in my opinion. Um, well, talking about young players who could who could be brought on or, or players just to cover some of these gaps or, or areas where it might be slow or full of old age. Uh, one thing I, I, I do want to mention is the gap we have with center mids or central uh, central defensive mid, which would be uh, Saeed Ezzatolahi, uh, perhaps Hazafi playing in that role, uh, and a 36-year-old Omid Ibrahimi. Can we make that make sense? How we don't have Nur Alahi or Ali Karimi to reinforce that? Because it sounds, and we saw already against Burkina Faso, those speedy guys just completely burned us along the edge and through the middle, yeah. sending through balls. I mean, what happens whenever we have to play South Korea in the second round, or if we have a, if we have to play against other teams with uh, really speedy guys? What yeah, do we do? I'm very, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm really confused by this squad. Like. Again, he's the mid the four midfielders that he's called up is Atulai, Salman Godus, Omid Ibrahimi, and I guess Ruzbe Cheshmi, who is currently playing as a centre back for oh, Estevlo. We we know how fast he is and how well he can mark whenever yeah, but, on the counter attack. Absolutely. Not but not not just that, as I mentioned, he's playing at centre back for Estevlo this season. So realistically he's not even that role at his club. So you've really you've only called up two you've only called up three natural central midfielders again one of them being 36 years old okay he scored against Burkina Faso and I think only Rome is a good a good footballer but does that mean you don't call up Ali Karimi no like I, I and let's be clear has he been injured lately is there a fitness no, issue with no, any Ali, guys? Ali Karimi played today he was actually um he got a really uh, I didn't watch the game, but he got a really good rating uh, as well for his match today for Kaiseri Sport, even though he lost. He was one of the highest rated performers. Um, and of course, we all know this, just the, you know, the, the whole thing with uh, Ahmad Nur Lahi, which Daniel could probably touch on. Um, but it's just, again, I'm I'm really shocked by some choices that he's made in this list because they came out of nowhere. Because Ali Kanimi was all in all his lists up until the last game against Uzbekistan. Granted, he had a really bad game against Uzbekistan. Doesn't matter. The, the whole team had a bad game. The, the whole team played bad against Uzbekistan. Do you know what I mean? Just because he played bad that one game doesn't mean that you don't call him up. Do you know what I mean? 
then you're just making us a worse team by not having him in the squad. You know, uh, uh, I agree with you, Aria. I think uh, Ali Karimi deserved a call. Um, I'm not a big fan of him, but uh, I think that regarding that he's playing, uh, he's a starter in an European league, uh, in Turkish league that has a, a nice level. He he should have been called up, um, especially when you have a 26 man list. Uh, I think, of course, uh, the the two central midfielders that will start mostly would be uh, someone Rodus and Said Zatolay. Even if I do worry uh, um, a bit for uh, Said Zatolay since his form, I mean, against Burkina Faso, he was like out of form. He wasn't uh, like he's in a physical good shape. So I hope that will change uh, in the in the Asian Cup, but. Uh, Regardless, um, we have Omi De Brahimi. I think he's a, a reliable, reliable um, central midfielder. So, yes, I think it's, it's good to call him. But on the fourth spot, yeah, Nurolahi would have, with his form, deserved a call. Even if, I, like Alec Camry, I'm not a big fan of Ahmad Nurolahi either. But... He's been informed, and uh, yeah, there has been some problem, some issues between him and Kalinui that has not been solved. So he's not called right now. I think it's because of that. Well, well for... Daniel, what what were those? Uh, brief us uh, on what happened. Uh, can I explain what happened? Uh, I, I think from what I remember is that uh, he was unhappy not starting. I don't remember which game it was. Um, but yeah, he wasn't playing, so yeah, he he didn't like the fact that he's been dropped, and uh, from the starting eleven, and yeah, they yeah, had it was, a... it was the game against Hong Kong. He was left in the stands, and yeah. uh, he 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 had a, a bit of a hissy fit about it. And, yeah, because uh... we had a larger squad, so all the players weren't even as yeah. as uh, as backups uh, on the bench. So yeah. Exactly. All right. Uh, moving on then of of the other players. Oh, by the way, we we didn't touch on uh, on this much. Do in, in case anyone's curious, can we clear up why uh, Abed Zadeh was not called up? Should we just accept that he's just not in the top three goalies for the national team, or no? Nah, he's not anywhere near it right now. I mean, he stayed no. in Portugal, didn't he? Yeah, but he's not even playing, is he? I don't know. I just I, oh, I just he's playing. That... He's playing. It's been a few games. I, he wasn't playing at the beginning of the season. Uh, I yeah. think he came quite late at uh, uh, at his club, but uh, he he's playing play now. He, he's he starting. Yeah, and, he's, uh, he's starting, but he's what has he got? He's no, but he has. Uh, I mean, in four or five games, two clean sheets, and uh, it seems he's playing well. Uh, and his club is aiming for promotion, so it could be a. It could be a nice shot for him. So I don't think he'll get called up ever again for the national team. Uh, not that he's not not that he's not good goalkeeper. I think he's a decent goalkeeper, but I think he's made too many mistakes in his career for for anybody to recall him. Um, and I don't think that he's doing much better than the current three goalkeepers. Well, I think that uh, he he. He would have done much better than Hossein Hosseini during World Cup. So really, yeah. I don't know about that. I mean, no, was... I disagree with that. I, I, I don't. I don't. Especially, think he... especially I think against was, he... England. 
he was put in a bad, yeah. very much unforeseen kind of circumstance. No, I disagree with that. I, I think I think Obadzade is is a good goalkeeper in distribution. He he has he's quick, but I think that's really all it comes down to. I think he doesn't have the fundamentals down as good as Niazman and Beron Rand, and I don't think he. I think he's good again in 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 certain aspects of the game. He's a very good passer of the ball, but he he just lacks in that kind of I don't know just the fundamentals of being a good shot stopper. I don't think he I don't think he has it. You know, um, I think Hossein Hossein Hosseini is is a better goalkeeper. Would I say he's a better footballer? No, I think Obadzade is a better all round footballer. But again, you you need to be a goalkeeper first and foremost. You know that's the most important thing for that position. So I I I think I just don't think he's 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 just in the national team picture. And I think there's other players be after Hossein Hosseini who are actually ahead of um I mean Abidzade as well um for the national team call up list. I think players like um uh Hamidi potentially even Akbari or or ahead of I mean Abidzade at this point. Well, and, he, and he's never really had the height advantage either. No, and, he's and, not. And, and, and by the way, uh, on that goalkeeping note, we got uh, Ali Reza Baravanda, who suffered a knee injury supposedly uh, during the Burkina Faso uh, match. He missed a day of training. I, I think he's come back. He, he was seen with the ice pack on his knee uh, in, in the middle of uh, training uh, the day after uh, the match against Burkina Faso. Uh, if, if he indeed... Uh, is not in a match or, or, or at, at any point is not playing uh, or if he decides to give himself another concussion again, which I mean, it sounds kind of funny because it's happened so many times, but it's not funny because you never want to see that many concussions for one player. It re- it medically retires players left and right all over the world. So we definitely don't want that to happen again. But if we do indeed see him not playing, should we have Hossein Hosseini or Niazman in the game? Niazman. Sure. Neosman. Just because of the extra experience, even though Hosseini played in the World Cup? No, he's just bare. <laughs> <laughs> it's as simple as that. I he's really like... don't feel safe with uh, Hosseini Hosseini in, in goal. Well, and in terms of the the strategic outlook and, and the tactics, uh, Arya, I'm sure you'll you'll you would love to uh, expand on this. Some of the uh the minds who are doing the analytical work prepping Team Ali for their matches. Uh, don't exactly have uh, the uh, most uh, professional, maybe, uh, resumes. Uh, can you kind of uh, look in, kind of uh, elaborate on this for us? Because I, I know you tweeted a, a picture of, of a couple of the guys that look like they are got out their MacBooks in the middle of training or something. What's going on with uh, some of the uh, uh, analysts for the Team Elite staff? I mean, look, I, I'm not here to to criticize anybody who I don't know personally. I think, look, they're in the national team. Um, be that on on merit or be that on uh, people they know. Potentially, you know, this is just speculation. But th- the reality is, uh, I've mentioned this before, we have an analyst um mention his name Ali Kamon Gari who 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 tries to justify himself as a as a Barcelona analyst a Barcelona qualified analyst 
uh, as if that means that he is now international level. It it's ridiculous. Like I don't have to go into it again. I've already done a tweet about it. Uh, it's already caught news all over Iran as well at the time when I did tweet about it. The reality is his his qualifications are are bogus. That's that's the truth. Uh, and then on top of that, the other guy that they've got as well, um, uh, Merpuria Asadi, uh, Merpuria Asadi, he's an AFC B licensed uh, coach, uh, and he is now the analyst of the national team. I think I'm a I'm a UEFA B licensed coach. I and I don't I don't think I'm at the level to be a an international analyst. You know, I don't think I am. I'm not trying to say that my level is, is anywhere near international level because it's not, you know, uh, there's more to it. To, an, an analyst is very important in today's game, massively important. Um, and for the national team staff to be built, made up of people who are not qualified for that role is, isn't is good enough. Um, now, having said that, as I mentioned before, we've got Antonio Manicone, who's had, you know, a great career up until now. But from what I'm hearing his effect on this national team is not as successful as we thought it would have been because what he's come in to do, especially in training, is to implement new defensive uh, 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 training uh, phases to, to enable us to, to be more, more solid defensively. It hasn't happened, clearly, because we're not playing good defensively. We're actually, it's probably one of the, probably one of the weakest parts of our game is our defensive phase. So, Antonio Manicone, if his if his uh, if his coaching um, uh, objective was to become was to make Iran a better team defensively, that hasn't happened. So um, I'm not trying to criticize everybody in the national team just because we didn't do so well against Kenya or Afghanistan or whatever. But the reality is, from from World Cup to now, the performances haven't been good, um, and I'm I'm worried about the Asian Cup. I am. I'm worried. And I'm not trying to... And again, people might see oh, Aria as being negative. I'm being negative because the reality is we are the second top-ranked team in Asia. So we have to have expectations for this national team. You know? Um, at the moment in time, I don't think we're anywhere near the other, uh, the other national teams like Japan says Korea. Yeah, uh, Arya, I appreciate that. Um, he, he, by the way, here is the bra- a little bit of the bracket outlook for the Asian Cup. Iran it sits in uh, Group C. Um, you have other teams uh, such as, if I can pull it up on, on time, the other teams, uh, Japan in Group uh, D, uh, also with Indonesia, who Iran are uh, playing on Tuesday, uh, unless you uh, unless you're watching this after that match already happened, and the match, the friendly match against Indonesia, uh, as far as we know, is being played behind closed doors. I'm not even seeing a confirmed time yet uh, for it, so and it's not something to necessarily worry about either. Indonesia is one of the weakest teams in the Asian Cup after all. South Korea is in Group E. Uh, you got Saudi Arabia and Thailand in, in Group F. Um, if Iran do indeed win the group. They'd play uh, the third-place team uh, from either A, B, or F, 
I have that uh, correct. Uh, and and that could either be uh, Tajikistan, uh, India, uh, Kyrgyzstan, uh, any of those teams. But then they uh, in the in the that would be I believe the quarterfinal. Then they would uh, be in the semifinal against. I, I, what, what was the main uh, bracket was, we were looking it, at? No, it's the run. It's the round of 16 first. A round of 16, then quarterfinal. Quarter yeah, sorry about that. So it, it would be on track to play, I, I believe, South Korea in the quarterfinal. Do we have that right? Um, and, and we'll, of course, cross those bridges when we when we get to them. Uh, so, yeah, if we finish first, um, I mean, winner of the group C, we would play a third group A, B, or F. And then the, the winner of group E, so... so um, the group of South Korea, if they finish, they finish top of their group, they will uh, be against the runner-up of Group D, and if they win, we could meet them uh, in quarterfinals. But that's a uh, pronostics. Right, and as for the actual game, uh, the first match, of course, uh, on the fourteenth against uh, Palestine. Uh, I do know that uh, in the U.S., where I am, that game is set for 12.30 p.m. New York time, 11.30 uh, Houston, Dallas, Chicago time, uh, 10.30 a.m. Denver time, and then 9.30 on the West Coast. Uh, five days later against Hong Kong, uh, all too familiar opponent, uh, would be at the same time, the same kickoff time, the first two matches, and then the third uh, game on the 23rd against UAE, that would be played two and a half hours before then. So just a brief look at Palestine. Uh, the ranked, if I'm not mistaken, currently FIFA ranking as of December 21st, uh, the 99th in the world. They, I mean, have been dealing with just an absolute travesty amount of of. Uh, personal tragedies that they've had to go, go on uh, through with the war, trying to prepare for that. However, they're not exactly the weakest possible team Iran could be uh, facing. What do we think of this Palestine match, and what do we want to see, Arya? Uh, you know, a win. As simple as that. I don't think there's any other way around it. We have to beat Palestine. I think we will beat Palestine, no doubt about it. Um, simple as that. We've got to beat them. Um, and then move on because this group stage for Iran should be a walkover. That's the truth. We should be walking over Palestine, walking over Hong Kong, which we already have done in qualification for the World Cup, and then we come to UAE, which will be a tough game, and I think on paper. But I think we should also be walking over UAE personally. Uh, so these three games really should be, uh. Preparing us for, for the knockout stages. Essentially, they should be like three friendly matches. Essentially, for Iran. Uh, now that might seem like I'm being a little bit. I'm under. I'm underestimating these three teams. I'm not underestimating them. I've just got. I've got um big expectations for the national team because I think with, with Karen Noe coming into this national team and you know his real. He's only you. He, he came into this national team a year ago, or less than a year ago, and with one objective is to get us to the final of the Asian Cup. So he has one job to do. And that job is to get us to the Asian Cup final. So the the only thing that we can be expecting in the group stages is wins, wins, wins. Simple as that. Uh, there's no other way around it. 
Yeah, a lot of a lot of should in in, in that, Daniel. I, I'm curious for your thoughts. And by the way, just a, a brief look at Palestine's uh, recent matches. Um, from what I, I see here, they they drew against the Algeria U23 squad, one one. They lost one zero uh, to Australia. Uh, draw against uh, Lebanon, uh, 2-0 loss to Vietnam, 2-1 uh, loss to uh, Palestine, and 2-0 loss to China. A lot of, not a lot of wins there, but they're, they're not exactly being completely walked over by everyone. Yes, but uh, as Arya said, I think uh, regarding our expectations and uh, what we're here for, the Asian Cup uh, means a lot for for Iranian people, and I think the expectation is is to reach the final. Uh, the last uh, Asian Cup uh, competition win was in 1976, so uh, it's been uh, almost 50 years now. Uh, so yes, we, we we should walk over uh, the uh, group stages. Um, all three games should be uh, three wins, and then. Uh, it's the always the problem with the Asian Cup and the, and even the our preparation for the World Cup and etc. We're always playing with respect to these teams, but uh, yeah, mid average teams. And then uh, we have uh, an opponent like South Korea, Japan, or um, a, a very strong European teams during World Cup, and it's always a big difference between what we're used to play and uh, what we'll be facing uh, in the knockout stage. Yeah, I forgot to mention uh, Palestine also played Uzbekistan uh, today as of when we're recording this on, on Saturday. And Uzbekistan won the match one to nil. Uh, all right, uh, guys, uh, if it's if it's all right with you, I want to take a take a moment to introduce this kind of bonus segment uh, that I did uh, with Coach uh, Mansour Ibrahim Zadeh. If you are a uh, kind of a little bit of an Iranian uh, uh, football history buff, or at least of the last 15 years, you might recognize that name. Uh, he has a long career in Iranian football uh, with uh, on the coaching staffs of teams like Zobahan, uh, Sepahan. He was an assistant under the first Amir Garanoi uh, campaign with Iran in 2007, 2008, was even a brief caretaker of Team Mili, and I, I think uh, Sina uh, uh, in Gorbazan, uh, Sina Simeon even mentioned to me that he was kind of in line to perhaps be the, the main national team uh, coach up until Carlos Carroche was brought in in 2011. Uh, he later uh, served on coaching staff or, or led uh, squads of Zovahan for, uh, I believe, about four seasons, Naft, Tehran, Rahan, Paikan, uh, Mez Kerman, and Sepahan briefly. Uh, he is now residing in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He's one of the sporting directors of the Westside Alliance Youth uh, Youth Soccer Club, uh, the same city where I live in currently. And I had a chance to talk with him briefly. Here's how that conversation went. Uh, I'm here with uh, Coach Mansour Ibrahim Zadeh. Coach, thank you for joining us. Uh, we are inside a Soccer USA shop, uh, the main soccer store in Tulsa, Oklahoma, also owned by Coach uh, Ali uh, Adibi. And, uh, and Coach, uh, oh, by the way, we're going to be, re uh, I'll be asking in English, Coach will be answering in Farsi, so if you're bilingual, this is perfect for, for you to watch and, and to share with others. So, uh, Coach, first I'll ask is you, of course, had a long career in Persian Gulf Pro League with, uh, with a club 
with club teams and Team Ali. Uh, you won the Hasfi Cup with Zobahan, um, and you achieved runner-up in 2010 with Zobahan again in Asian Cup or Asian Champions League. Um, what brings you here, to Tulsa? Badazun Masoeli Keshomo Guftind. Sharatibe Bujudumad. ترتیبات با اینی که ما بتونیم بیام اینجا و من بیشتر اومدم که بیشتر برای بحث تحصیلیات دخترم که تر همون مدت هم من برمیگشتم ایران که برگشتم با تیم مسکرمان کار کردم با تیم سپاهان کار کردم بعد شرایط به وجود اومد اینجا که از طریق آقای عدیبی با یه باشگاه کالج ارتباط برقرار کردیم و من تونستم با اونا کار کنم و خوشحالم اینی که هر دفعه هر جایی که هستم بتونم چیزی یاد بدم به بچه هایی که دارن فوتبال یاد میگیرن علتش این بود uh, what can you tell us about Yadonoi's uh, coaching style uh, from his first time with Team Ali versus what you see of him now with Team Ali? Uh, Yadonoi is one of the most important Iranians in the world who have been in the work of Yadonoi. Yadonoi is one of the most important کنارشون کسایی رو به کار بگیرن که هم جوان باشن هم از نظر تحصیلات بالا باشن و بتونن ایدهای نوعی بهشون بدن یکی از تفکرات آقای قلنوی به همین دلیل هست و همیشه وقتی که نگاه میکنیم هر جایی که دارن کار میکنن یه مربی جدید یه مربیایی که میان آشنا هستن به علم روز دور خودشون جمع میکنند و الان استفاده میکنند خب باز تفکرات دیگه ای دارن که کنار تیم خودشون از مربیایی استفاده میکنند که ارتباط داشته باشن به تیم استقلال و پرسپولیس مثلا شما بینید تیموریان ها از استقلال میارن متحری از کسی بوده که با پیروزی بوده کار کرده خود به خود اینا جذب میشن هواداراشون هم نگاه میکنن که به هر دو تا تیم اما دیدگاه خودشون رو دارن مربیای خارجی هم دارن استفاده میکنن و تمام تفکرشون اینه که بتونن موفق بشن این ایده ای که آقای قلنوی دارن about his squad that he announced um, i want your thoughts on the, the, the squad he, he did not call up some midfielders like Ali Karimi, uh, Manur Alahi, defenders uh, like uh, Arasi, Hazbavi, um, and, but he did include some attackers like Reza Asadi, Moranlu, uh, instead of uh, some guys who have been called up before, Ali Pur, uh, Alayar Sayed Manesh with Hull City. Um, he also has not considered uh, some names, uh, dual nationals maybe like uh, Dennis Eckert, uh, playing in, in Belgium, I think, uh, uh, and he hasn't really given a lot of playing time to the 
some of these younger guys we mentioned, like especially Hasbavi. Uh, do you have any thoughts on this or just about the squad? راجبه تیمی که انتخاب کرده بگیم من فکر کنم که دومین تیم مسن از نظر شرایط سنی بالاترین باشیم اول لبنانه و بعد ماییم ولی این دلیلش اینه که ما سال گذشته از جام جهانی اومدیم و میخواد از تمام بچه های با تجربهشون تو اون زمینه استفاده کنه برای موفقیتشه چون فکر میکنه من فکر میکنم اون میگید که برای جام جهانی سه سال دیگه فرصت داره دیگه این سه سال دیگه میتونه جوان رو بیاره ولی الان میخواد از همه تجربیات چون بازی های جام ملت های آسیا جایی که تمامه با تجربه ها بایستی تأثیراتش رو بزنن حتی شما میبینیم فقط عربستان ژاپن استرالیا حتی کره جنوبی هم نه این سه تا تیم که توی جام جهانی هم بودن اومدن یه تیمای یه سری شرط سنشون رو پایین‌تر آوردن ولی اونا نه اون بیشتر روی این فکر میکنه که تجربه هایی که تمام بچه ها داشتن ازشون بتونه حد اکثر استفاده رو بکنه خب کنارش یه تعدادی جوانم مثل آریا یوسفی و یا بچه های دیگرم در اختیار گرفته ضمن اینکه همه اینا که استفاده کرده الان توی تیمشون جزء بهترین ها بودن این دلیلی که اینا رو انتخاب کرده به این دلیل بوده so a stronger Japan side, a still strong South Korea side, strong Australia side, strong Saudi Arabia side. How do you think Iran can can do? Uh, mo- most uh, bracket would predict that they would end up playing against South Korea. Uh, what path do you see for Iran in the Asian Cup? Man, I think that this team that we have now, the players that are بازی میکنن بیشترین درصدشون بازی کنن یه لژیونه بازی کنن که تو خارج بازی کردن بازی کنن که تجربیات توی لیگ اسپانیا توی لیگ پرتغال توی لیگ انگلستان توی ایتالیا دارن و اونا میتونن خیلی تاثیرات مثبت بدن هرچند که تیم ژاپن تیم کره جنوبی اونا هم همین شرایط دارن اما این مهمه که ما بتونیم با هم دیگه قوی کار کنیم یعنی به نظر من آقای قلنوی عمده ترین وظیفش که اینه که این بچه‌ها رو خیلی خوب با هم دیگه هماهنگشون بکنه که بتونن تاثیرات مثبت داشته باشن ما مسلما اون شرایط و امکاناتی که تیم ژاپن یا تیم کره جنوبی یا حتی استرالیا و عربستان اینا داشتن ما نداریم ما جدا از تیم ازبکستان هم نباید قافل بشیم از یه تیمایی مثل عراق هم نمیتونیم قافل بشیم اما شانس بازی همون که دارد ما اگر تفکرمون برای قهرمانی باشد ما توی مراحل نیمه نهایی میخوریم به تیمایی مثل کره جنوبی یا ژاپن یا تیمایی دیگه تو اونجا رو به راحتی موفق بشیم و فرصتی هست که من فکر کنم بعد از این 
یک تغییر و تحول زیادی میشه توی فوتبال ما اگر که ما توی اینجا موفق نشیم ما بایستی که بتونیم توی اینجا موفق باشیم تو تاثیرات مثبتش رو توی باشگاهامون توی تیممون ببینیم و بریم به سمت سوی جوانام فلسطین فلسطینی‌ها همیشه وقتی که بازی میکنن جلوی ایران میان با انگیزه کار میکنن و میخوان اون چیز قومی خودشون رو بیشتر نشون بدن ما مسلماً از اونا برتریم اما فوتبال ها هیچ وقت نمیشه پیش بینی کرد فوتبال هیچ وقت نمیشه صحبت کرد که چه نتیجه به دست میاد ولی بایستی خیلی قوی کار کنیم تا بتونیم موفق بشیم بازی اولمون به نظر من سخت در از بازی های دوم و سومونه چون بازی اول همیشه توی تورنمنت تا تیم ایرانه که نگاه بکنیم بازی اولشو خوب شروع نکرده توی تورنمنت ها چرا که بازی کنه لژیونرش دیر به تیم اضافه میشن و وقتی تو میان شکل بگیرند یه مقدار زمان میبرد و این اتفاق همیشه افتاده از قبلا بوده امیدواریم که بتونیم خیلی خوب شروع کنیم تا بتونیم هم خوب ادامه بدیم و خوب تموم کنیم Right, those, uh, those are his thoughts and his look at the Asian Cup. Wrapping up now, guys, uh, any, a quick pr- prediction time for the Palestine match. What, do, what exactly do you think, uh, how exactly do you think it'll go down? What's your score prediction, Arya? Uh, I think clean sheet, first of all. I think we'll, we'll get a clean sheet. I don't think Palestine have enough firepower to score goals against us. I think, um, I think a, a respectable 3-0. Is, is what I'm looking at. Uh, I think if Osmo and Taremi both start that game, which I think they will do, uh, I think there will be too much for the Palestinian defence. Um, yeah, I think 3-0 is my, is my prediction. I'm inclined to agree. I, I think 3-0. Uh, I don't think they have the finishing uh, wrapped up uh, yet. They, I think they're still going to struggle with that, like we saw against Burkina Faso. It's going to be 3-0 uh, with uh, a should-have-been of i don't know like 8-0 probably <laughs> daniel what do you think i wanted to say 3-0 but since Arya said it uh, i will say 4-0 for for iran of course all right good to hear uh now i think uh, i think lastly probably i don't know what you had there samson i think good idea to speak about our best 11s as well yeah yes uh what what exactly is a good lineup that we want to see in this okay go on daniel you give me yours first i'll i'll, I'll bounce off yours Sorry, what was the question? I missed it. You're starting 11 for Asian Cup. Yeah. So for... Uh, I mean, is it the question? Should I answer like uh, we're still doing the podcast or is it an off yeah. moment? No, no, no. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> What's the starting 11 you want to see? So for me, I think uh, we, we should uh, continue with this, uh, with this uh, four... Two four four two sorry. Uh, so it's basically the same one we saw against Burkina Faso, with three changes. Uh, we had um, Sadar Mouarami at the right back. I would prefer, of course, Ramin Rezaian. Um, Milad Mohamedi at left back. I would prefer Esan Hoysafi. Um, as a goalkeeper, there will be. Uh, uh, a change with uh, the injury unless uh, Ali Rezabayran Van comes back earlier. But if there is a change, I prefer uh, 
Payam Niozmand and uh, in front of course Tarim Yanazbun and not uh, Mohanlu. Mohanlu in the starting eleven or not or in as a sub? No, no, as a sub, of course. Uh, I would like so a four four two with Peyron Vand, if not injured, uh, Rezoyan, Kanani, Oseini, Hoshafi, then Jahan Bakhsh, Rodus, Ezatolai, Mohebi, and in front, Tarim Yazmoun. Arya, what do you think? Yeah, I think fairly similar. I think um, for me, Peyron Vand in goals, hopefully he's fit for the Asian Cup. Uh, for me, again, I, I, I would like to see uh, Ramon Rezoyan right back. Uh, Moharami, at left back, uh, personally speaking, I think we need them both on the pitch, and the only way you do that is by putting uh, Moharami at left back, which he, where he has played uh, for Dinamo Zagreb, even in, in the Champions League, uh, as a left back, and I think it, it allows us to play our two best best fullbacks on the pitch. It also provides better defensive cover. You mentioned how much we lacked in terms of one v ones. Uh, pace uh, in the wide areas I think w- when you take Moharami out of the team and you put High Safi in there I think you lose a lot of pace so I think he needs to play I think playing him at left back is a good option um, for me the two middle uh, the f- central defenders I think Majid Hosseini and Kanoni are really the only options at, at this moment I don't think Fala is experienced enough and I just don't trust Haile there enough to start him uh, the midfield too I think you know obviously has to be Said and Salmon, there's no one, there's no one else, there's nobody else to play other than Said and Salmon, so they're the only two guys you can play. And then, uh, out wide, um, it's really kind of hard because you've got uh, four kind of decent players in Jalan Baksh and uh, Mohebi and uh, Torabi and and Gorizade. Any four could really start. I think Gorizade is kind of not having the best of. Yeah, form when he's back from injury, so I don't, I don't think he would start at this moment in time. Although I do think he'd be a good uh, player off the bench. Uh, obviously, Qaidi is also in that discussion. I think at this moment in time, I think I would like to see. Um, believe it or not, I, I'd want to see Torabi and Mohebi start out wide, uh, because of how how dynamic they are as players. I think Jahan Bash just limits us a lot, uh, with his lack of speed. Mohebi isn't the most technical player when it comes to like creating goal scoring opportunities, but he is quick. Um, so that's one of the only reasons why I would start him. Uh, I think. Uh, and then up front is Osman Tarimi. It's a really tough one because in this team we don't have a lot of pace. You know, we don't have players who can take on a player one v one and then be effective in the final third. You know, it would have been great to have had an, an, an Allah here available, ready to go for this Asian Cup. Unfortunately, he just wasn't getting game time. And even though Ansari Fard has barely played this season for Omonia in the in the, in the uh, separate, separate league, he was called up, you know. And does that mean Allah here should, should also be called up? For me, if you're going to call up a guy like Ansari Fard who barely plays, I'd at least call up somebody who's going to have some effect off the bench, which I don't think Ansari fired will. I don't think Reza Asadi will. You might as well just give Alohior a call up just because he has the pace on on off the bench. So that's my um that's my uh, starting lineup. 
I agree with you, Ari, on the, the pace and one-on-one -on -one, uh, uh, capacity, but let's not forget that this team has more pace than the, our uh, World Cup team. I mean, uh, during World Cup, we have we had literally zero pace. And right now with Mohebi, uh, we have uh, a little bit more. So, of course, if you have Mohebi and Torabi instead of Jambash, that would be more. Or Mohammadi uh, for uh, for Hal Shafi even that uh, Mohammadi is not uh, very good at uh, to at one on one situation. But I think yeah, um, uh, addition of Mohebi is very uh, very good on that side. And I would have called up uh, uh, Merdad Mohammadi as a as a backup because he's really good um, in one on one situations. He's really quick quick on the ball and he could have been. Uh, um, a much better asset than uh, someone like uh, Reza Asadi, for example. So, but it's still better than the, what we had uh, during last World Cup. I mean, on the pace level. No, it is, but it's still not enough. Like, I, I'm not impressed with Shire Moran, though, even though he's top goal scorer in the Persian, Persian Golf Pro League. We've had a lot of top goal scorers in the Persian Golf Pro League. We I mean, You had uh Shabazz a couple of years ago. He would never get in this national team. We had Isa Ole Kassir. Again, never he would never get in this national team. You know, for me, just because you're the top goal scorer of the Persian Golf Pro League does not make you a player who should be starting for the national team. You know? Um but you know it is what it is. Um yeah. Um we have fan questions. Do you want anything to add into that, Samson? No, no, I think you guys handled it pretty well. Uh yeah. Let's get to the fan question. Let's see what we have. Yeah, let, let's start off with Twitter or, or X. Uh, we have a few fan questions uh, coming in. Um, you know, I think we've already answered them. Obviously, uh, our friend Amir um, Naghib uh, Fahmi is asking about Hasbavi. We already mentioned that Hasbavi should have been called up. It's pretty ridiculous now. Uh, he put a story out today, actually, uh, on his Instagram, which has caused some buzz on social media. It's like a flag of Iran with a bye-bye emoji and then like a, a plane going to Qatar. Uh, I believe that's just because he's going back to his, his home because he was he, it was international. Um, I think it was I think he was probably on holiday back, back in Iran uh, to see his family. And now he's back home again where he plays for Al-Sad. So I don't think he'll be part of the Asian Cup squad. And I definitely don't think he'll be changing his allegiance to, to Qatar either. Um, first question comes from uh, Bobak, uh, at Bobak M. He asks, uh, what is the plan for substitutions, especially in the central of midfield? Uh, feels like if if someone goes, goes down injured, uh, we are done. Uh, what, what do you think, Daniel? Well, I, I completely agree. I think... Uh... If uh, Rodus is not on the field, uh, in, in centre midfield, it will be very, very difficult for us. He's such a key player in our... Yeah, it will be a, a disaster without him. Yeah, Samson? I, I, I don't even know what to what, what to think. It's kind of, it would kind of be an oh crap moment. You know, what what, what do you do? You call in Nur al No, he's not even there. You call in Ali Karim. No, he's not even there. I, I, I don't know. I, I think. I mean. I mean, not just him. Not just. I think the the direct substitute for someone was was Cheshmi? was no was Javad Muhammad um, Javad um, what's his name again? 
Uh, Jod. I think that, oh. that was the direct replacement for someone. Well, but... but we did see Cheshmi come in for him, right? He come in with for right? Brahimi, right. actually. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we have four central midfielders. We have also Elson Harshafi that could play there, but I don't believe uh, Amir Alenoui yeah. wants to it, play him like, there. It, it's like we're describing something that's already happened. Like there's already a couple injuries, but there's not. He could have just called in. Better guys, I, I get the feeling. But let, let, let's not forget that even if we had on the bench uh, Ahman Nuroloi or Ali Karimi, they're, they're not like someone who does. I think that we have to be realistic on the, the quality of the players we have, the leagues they're playing. And I think, as I said before, our best 11 is right there. And the remaining part are backups. Would it be better with an Ali Karimi on the bench or... Ahmed Nurulahi. Yeah, well, it but, would be not that worse, but it's it's still. I think we're still done no, without Hodos anyway. I think with Javad Jose Najad, I think it would have been a good replacement for someone. Now he's not a player like someone necessarily, but he gives you someone type things. You know more than Ahmad Nurulahi and Ali Karimi. You know, he I gives fully us... agree. The only thing is that he's not been playing for Tim Ali yet so yeah but it doesn't matter but I fully agree but he should have but he but he should have been playing for Tim Ali that's the problem is that in this past year Kalanoi has been so insistent on playing the same players and not giving any youth any opportunities leading up to the Asian Cup so a guy like Javad Hossein has just only got one or two caps and like he's probably played like five minutes you know like that's his problem that's the coach's fault. It's not. It's not Javad Hossein Najad's fault. You know. Yeah, yeah and I think uh, that uh, we're the oldest squad uh, in the Asian Cup, so that's yes. uh, that's yeah. the point. Oldest, tallest, and second I think oldest. second yeah. oldest. Yeah. The tallest, and I believe the heaviest, either heaviest or second heaviest. Uh, yeah. So take take that from for, for, take from that what you will. Uh, all right, we have time for just one more uh, fan question. So let's uh, let's make it a yeah, let's make it a good one let's, because we got to wrap quite, this up. Soon. Got quite a lot though. We um, got we got to wrap this up soon, man. It's just... all right. Uh, I think we'll go away from Twitter because we've answered most of those questions. Uh, How far do you guys think Iran will go in this Asian oh, Cup? <laughs> Uh, let's have a look here. Uh, we've got quite a lot. Uh, let's speak about Aloyar. So we've got a question from uh, Arta Barzigar on, on Instagram. He asks, uh, why do you think Aloyar hasn't been called up? Uh, you know, why do you think he's not been called up, uh, Daniel? Well, he's not been playing a, uh, at all. I mean... Not at all, but he's not been playing a lot uh, this uh, past few months for his club. Uh, it's just been a few days, few. I mean, like the last ten days, he he played twice, so so he's back on the pitch. Um, as you said, I think he's a he's a good talent, but he doesn't deserve a call. I mean, he deserves more than some of the players that have been called up regarding of his skills and. Uh, and the time he played because some of the players that have been called up are not even playing in their clubs but i think that he 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 don't deserve he doesn't deserve a call right now yeah i think he probably doesn't deserve it you know but again does Karim Ansari far deserve it 
No. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. I, I agree with you. But so, uh, I, I, what both I'm of them should is, have been left out. Yeah, but but the thing is, they bought. You probably both should have been left out. But if you are gonna call up somebody who doesn't deserve it, at least call up somebody who is going to give an impact to the team. You know, Kariman Sarifard is the same, really, as uh, Reza Asadi and Shaya Moranlu. They're pretty much the same player. You know, they're a little bit different in, in some areas, but they're going to give you the same thing. They're, they're all three target men. Uh, we've already got Osmond Taremi, who are already two t- target men strikers. So to have an- another three target men on the bench just is ridiculous. It's stupid. It's just, there's no point in doing that. So at least give yourself three different strikers. You know, if you want to put Shire Moralu, the top goal scorer in the PGPL, fine. But then take out take out Reza Asadi, put in Alayar, or put in Murtad Mohammadi. You know, somebody different. Give yourself an option to bring a, a different type of striker on the pitch. You know, just bringing in on a, a Reza Asadi and Moralu together is going to give you nothing at this moment in time. And then, you know, um, yeah, I think it's just been a, a a really poor selection, but also numerically completely wrong uh, squad choice um, by Carl and Louis. Oh yeah, I, I agree with you. But um, uh, in general, I think that it it won't be. Um, I mean, when, when when football at high level is all about details, but I think that we're not at the level of teams like South Korea, and so yeah, I think that. Uh, and in any case, uh, even with our squad selection, we 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 won't be favorites for this uh, no. Asian Cup. And yeah, I think uh, it will be a uh, it will be easier through the group stages. But yeah, very hard uh, during the quarterfinals. Uh, guys, uh, thanks again for uh, for having this uh, kind of long. Uh, therapy session of Galanoi's uh, tactics and, and and squad choice and and and, and uh, I think it made for good banter. Uh, nonetheless, we'll, we'll see uh, from the proof in the the uh, Palestine match uh, again. That is uh, on uh, the fourteenth, uh, I believe. Uh, that is at uh, six thirty uh, p.m. Central European time, five thirty uh, in the UK, uh, and again twelve thirty New York time, eleven thirty. Uh, Chicago time and just a quick uh, look up. Uh, oh, and, and by the way, we're gonna have plenty of uh, time with uh, a uh, Twitter space uh, right before the match. Make sure you're subscribing to us on YouTube, uh, wherever you're watching or listening to this, uh, as well as on our uh, Facebook, YouTube threads, uh, and uh, Twitter and Instagram, of course. Uh, yeah. Uh, as, and uh, Samson, sorry to cut you off there. Yeah, uh, I do apologize. It's just to mention that in the Asian Cup, we will have three of our yes uh, people going there as well. We have yes, Daniel, yes. who's here, obviously, with us today on the <laughs> podcast. We will also have Sina Sadzadeh, um, one of our hosts, and also Erfan will be there as well. So all three of them will be they will be there for the knockout stages, not for the group stages. Uh, so we will we will probably we'll probably be having our podcast in person during the knockout stages. Uh, so you won't really see any more of these Zoom calls. Hopefully, uh, you'll see a, a an actual professional setup. Hopefully, when it comes to that 
to that to that time of the of the competition. Yeah, a little a little uh, wide shot uh, above the field with the with the UK style microphones. That's that's what we're shooting <laughs> for. Hopefully, we'll we'll have something like that. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely be uh, mentioning that again. So make sure you follow along with us uh, for that. We're gonna we're gonna do uh, we're gonna we're gonna have some good content for you guys. Uh, as for the games themselves, uh, we do know that in the United States, you'll be able to watch it on CBS Sports and Paramount Plus. Uh, and uh, in the UK, uh, it's listed. Aria, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong on this, but uh, UK, the media rights holder is listed as Triller TV, formerly known as uh, Fight or F I. T-E. No, uh, I think it's going to be on YouTube. Um, on YouTube it, as well, yeah. Yeah, uh, no, no, Triller is not a UK-based. Uh, for the UK, mainly you can watch uh, matches for Asian Cup either on YouTube. They will have it on YouTube. Um, I think the AFC will have it on their channel. If they don't allow it for UK users, uh, they may also, you can may, you may also be able to get a stream for the game on Bet365. Uh, one of the main betting websites or in the UK, right. they normally stream matches uh, live on their website. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's also listed in Sweden uh, as a Seymour sport. And by the way, Paramount Plus also in Canada uh, as well. And we'll be tweeting uh, and posting about uh, where to see all this uh, as well. So make sure, again, you follow along with us for all of our updates, uh, including uh, on YouTube as well. We definitely want to get more subscribers on there. And uh, if uh, if I'm not mistaken, guys, uh, we are just a few followers away, uh, unless we reach about the time this episode is out. I hope we do, but in case not, uh, tell your friends because we have a chance, uh, they have a chance of getting to be our 8,000 follower on Twitter. So happy to see that brand uh, grow as well. But uh, yeah, other than that, guys, we'll, uh, th- thanks again for joining us and we'll be uh, posting along for all updates leading up to, during, and after each Asian Cup match. Aria, Daniel, thanks again, guys. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Alayar Sayyad Manish, you are listening to Gulbazan Podcast.